rising like a lion from the ashes, passing over in an upper room, back from the grave like Lazarus, endless like the great pit of Carcoon. I'm talking born again, man, like born again, the dared overrun by Frank Miller. Cause the bird's flying high, my friend. He beat his wood beat killers. Come on now. Bird is back, all you bird loving loonies. He's looking to end your woes. Jonathan Livingston Sales Goal wants to take you to all the Smod Coast shows, man. Wants to help you laugh, that's all. The bird won't steer you wrong. He's Jonathan Livingston Sales Goal, bitches, and this here is his song. He sings of Christmas wishes. Gifts of gab to share. Use them to give the gift to Smodco shows, man. Don't be giving socks and underwear. Shit. Zombie? Nah, he ain't no dead alive. He laid low just so that he could survive. But now he wants to fucking fly because the bird of sales ships are number one guy. All oh, the bird of sales ships flying again, children. Look up. Flying in the face of conventional wisdom. But this bird ain't no dodo. Oh, he was mistaken for a turkey in an unfortunate gun mishap earlier this month. And there was that whole thing where he was almost included in a turducken combo box meal, man. But he's free now. Bird's back, bitches. He ain't taking no for an answer. He wants to take you to Smodco show. That's right. Tell him, Jonathan Livingston Sales. Go, ha, ha. This is way of saying, oh, you've missed so much of my absence. Smodco shows make the bird go, man. And here's some that you can come attend very, very soon. Hey, Thursday. This is very fucking Thursday. I'm going to be in Toronto uh, with Dean Blundell for Christmas Fest, man. Got the Dirty Heads playing there. Craig Gass going to be there. The Salads. Uh, oh, it's going to be a good time. Thursday, December 13th at the Sound Academy, man. Tickets through csmod.com. Uh, after that, December 15th, December 22nd, me and Ralph going to be uh, at home, man, where we always are. The John Lovett's Podcast Theater, man, where we constantly do that show of ours, a little show called Hollywood Babylon, bird. That's right, round two of the song. Fuck y'all. It's been a long time since me and the bird hung out. And as you can tell, the bird's very, very happy to be, be with me. Listen to this. It's joy. Yeah, granted, he always sounds like that, but still. I can understand a bird the way that Han understands Chewy. Even though Chewy seems to say the same thing over and over again, I can differentiate like Han. Everything. Right there, the bird was just like, I appreciate life more than I ever did before I got shot. I'm going to get a lot more ahead. Bird visited a dark place. And uh, what he came back with, he just could not stop talking about head and how there's no head on the other side. It's crazy. We saw a tunnel of light and there was no head there. I don't know. In any event, back to the schedule, man. Uh, December 22nd, big day of the John Lovitz Comedy Club, man, and podcast theater. Me and Ralph doing Hollywood Babylon at 8 o'clock, but uh, me and Jason Muse are doing our 100th episode of Jay and Silly Bob Get Old, man. Uh, this one is our holiday special, 100th episode, and also all the proceeds we're going to make from that show, we're going to give to uh, the New Jersey Hurricane Sandy Relief Fund that 
the governor's wife set up out there. So uh, that's December 22nd. It's a twofer. Uh, you know, not twofer. It's two separate tickets. But two different shows on that night. See me and Ralph at 8 o'clock. See me and Jay Muse at 10 o'clock. And then December 31st, man. Don't forget, it's our third annual Hollywood Babylon New Year's Babelieve, man. December 31st. Uh, show starts at 10 o'clock. Me and Ralph ringing in the new year, man, till our balls fucking drop and whatnot. And then in the new year, folks, Smorgy. Oh, it's going to be hot, man. What's Smorgy you're asking? January 26th and 27th in Halifax, Nova Scotia. That's my answer. Probably doesn't answer your question what it is. It's a pod palooza type event, man. A weekend full of Smodco podcast shows. What shows, you ask? Oh, shit, man. I knew you were going to ask, and I knew I could tell you. Even though the song's ending, man. We loop it back, and I tell you what shows. It's Mod Coast Morning Show. Bird loves that. I sell comics. Highlands of people history. Yeah, that's a true bird. It won awards. Um, Smodcast, a Secret Stash, and Babylon. That's right. What a hell of a first day. And then on Sunday, the next day, got Fat Man on Batman. Uh, Babylon Comic Con Theater plus one. Tell him Steve, Dave, Jay, and Silly Bob get old, and then a big old smash up show to end it all up. It's at the Spats Theater, man. One time, one weekend only. The Smorgy, Smodco Smorgy, man. Sponsors of talk, all sitting around for two days long. Just get intimate with us. That's a great space, man. Spats is not massive. You're almost like right there on stage with everybody. It's pretty sweet. So there you go, man. That's what's going on uh, in the Smodco show world. Meantime, what podcasts are dropping this week? Well, uh, Hollywood Babylon. Uh, we Ralph had off. We didn't do a show this weekend, but we did manage to do a, a Babylon, Hollywood Babylon giant-sized annual number one uh, entitled Clerks 3, Audience Zero. Uh, it's basically this two-hour extravaganza that we recorded at home. Me and, and Ralph and a special guest, Scott Mosier. And uh, it's all about uh, the Clerks 3 news that dropped fairly recently. So there's that new podcast. There's a brand new podcast, which is, uh, you, thank God you're going to hear Scott Mosier over on Hollywood Babylon for two hours because you're not going to hear him on podcast this week. It's the Way Brothers again. Everyone loved last week's uh, episode with Gerard Way and Mikey Way from My Chemical Romance. They're back this week uh, as we continue going deeper and deeper into that song I love uh, the Welcome to the Black Parade it's a, it's fantastic stuff go listen to it uh, there'll be a new Fat Man on Batman dropping this week of course um, and that's going to be me and Paul Dini last week it was me and Scott Snyder people love that episode it was uh, fantastic uh, long too Paul Dini going to be back this week and, and we're going to do uh, the Batman Beyond Return of the Joker so good times lie ahead for us. Uh, better times in January. At the end of January, Smorgy, don't forget. Smodco is your mother, your father, your best friend, a clergyman that never touched you, and Santa Claus. All in one. Enjoy another fine Smodco podcast right now. Because I'm a fucking talker, like bags and boards. Because I'm a fucking talker, like bags and boards.
dancing boys because I'm a fucking dog. My comic book collection gives me an erection. What? What's going on, gang? I am Matt Cohen, joined again by... Sean Pasquale. No one knows who that is. Yes, they do. Sean Pasquale, famous editor and letterer of Geek and comic book and uh, letterer of all kinds of other things. And monkey biologist. Uh, monkey biologist. He loves uh, monkeys. I do. I also love um, specifically orangutans. That's not a monkey. That's an ape. I love orangutans. You're showing so. your... your... I, I, I'm you're a monkey two, You're showing your two-year co- uh, community college education there. My community college degree in monkey biology. In monkey biology. So I love orangutans. Stay out of apes. That's an ape, man. You should have shot for a four-year school I then. I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, we are hanging out here at Geek Headquarters. We thought we'd do like a real loose, casual... Uh, I have no pants. Bishon has no pants. I have his pants, incidentally enough, but I'm not wearing them on my legs. Um... I'm a little under the weather, so I apologize if I'm not my usual sexy self. And we just thought we'd tell you uh, a little bit about Geek, the story of Geek, where we're at right now. Uh, if you don't know, Geek, as you may have heard a minute ago and been very confused uh, by the stuff we recorded a little while back, Geek is a graphic novel that I wrote and uh, through a Kickstarter campaign that we're very fortunate enough to have work out for us. We are in the process of making it an actual graphic novel. Uh, Sean over here is right, uh, editing and lettering the book. And Axel Ortiz, we're going to speak to in a little bit. Because don't look over here, man. Just keep drawing. Keep drawing, Axel. Axel, who should be drawing right now, but is fucking playing like Angry Birds, is, uh, is penciling and inking the book. And that's why it's taking so fucking long. You can't no, I'm see kidding. me shaking my head. Um, and uh, Mr. Anthony Bachman, who is a uh, new member to the team. Where does he live? We don't even let him in the office. Does he live in Ohio? Cleveland. Cleveland, right? I think so. Yeah, I see. That was a good call. So. Uh, Anthony Bachman is coloring the book, which means he's putting colors onto black and white things. He colors it in crayon. If you don't know about comic books, wouldn't that be great? Probably yeah, not. It would no, probably be hard to scan. Terrible. You break, look, you know what I mean? It would look bad. I like, I like the concept, though. I'm going to do a one shot. Uh, you should read like some David Mack books. He does that a lot. He uses crayon? Like, different formats, but he did one Kabuki series. That's where was pretentious. Like, no, I'm kidding. Well, Hey, don't say anything about it, nothing. Um, so uh, let's go the origin story a little bit, though we just touched on it. Fuck it, why not? Let's go. Um, it was loud in that room. It was pretty loud and uh, and sexy. I was drunk. And we were all drunk. So Axel drunk. was drunk. If you want to talk about so drunk. drunk. You don't need to look over here. Keep drawing. He's not drawing. Axel, He's come on. Stop texting. He's texting me, should I be drawing? <laughs> Answer, yes. Uh I was at Comic-Con 2008, I believe, just wandering the halls, as I do, uh, because I get pretty bored pretty quickly. Not that I don't love Comic-Con, it's my favorite place in the year, but I have a tough time in the halls. My mind wanders, there's a lot of people, there's a lot to see, so I just kind of wind up walking the perimeter of the convention center like 30 times a day. Um, And you're a smoker, so that takes you in and out and in and out. Yeah, but that's nice, though. You jump over to the gas lamp, you grab a yeah, coffee. No, I'm saying that's one of the benefits yeah, of Comic-Con so is you get around more because you're... A lot of people's Comic-Con exit. experience is waiting in line for Hall H, getting into Hall H, staying there the whole day, or working at a booth, staying at that booth the whole day. I'm probably in and out of that convention center 20 to 30 times on an average day. I think day. a lot of per- people that are Back there to the hotel, smoke, smoke a thing, yeah, back yeah, to, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
So, but I'm never there in a professional capacity. I'm there in a fucking stoner capacity. But for what you do, sure, I'm there in a professional. Technically, I'm there in a professional. My badge says pro on it. So So does mine. I'm also. I mean, I've had like yeah, but you worked for comic book companies. Yeah, I guess. I guess, but I, but I too have found that like most of my friends and stuff, it's like an in and out experience way more than like like I. There was like two comic cons in a row where I didn't see a single panel. Well, my, I've never, I haven't been to a, yeah, like, I don't, haven't been to a panel. Yeah, watch comic cons. I mean, uh, so my first comic con, I was just wandering. I was on like my twenty eighth loop of the floor, and I was pretty stoned. Then I started thinking, and my mind goes to dark places. I'm like, what if there was like a fucking attack? Like this would be a decent place to attack. There's like a lot of people here. Then I was like, oh, but wait. Half of these people are in superhero costumes. Wouldn't it be fucking cool if, like, some bad guy rolled into Comic-Con and tried to take over, and a bunch of people in superhero costumes wound up to be actual, like, undercover superheroes? And um, my mind then went to, like, all right, what kind of... You couldn't have Superman stroll through Hall H, because it would be insane. Everyone would know, like, oh, that guy's seven feet tall and jacked and, like, crazy looking. He looks like a fucking superhero. Uh, same goes for, you know, the Hulk or, or Captain America, whatever. Well, not to mention that, like, the idea, as it struck you, is, like, already grounded in, like, a reality. So it's, totally. like, your mind doesn't jump to, like, Superman's here. Like, you're already thinking, like, all right, what if these kids were well, just, like, you was, said it, undercover agents, like, people with skills. I didn't say it yet, but I you will You just now. said that. I didn't say undercover agents. You just did two seconds ago. No, I said they were superheroes. No, no, you said undercover. You no. Said, you just said it. Yeah. I'm going to have to check the tape, folks. That's why I picked that up. Because um, you were like, yeah, you know, if they're undercover. Well, my idea was this, because <laughs> because they, the the obvious thing, you couldn't blend in as a, as a real superhero. So who would blend, what kind of superhero would blend in at a Comic-Con? And I was like, oh, superheroes that are actually nerds themselves and geeks themselves. So the idea for geek came about um, quick synopsis, I guess. It's basically about a team of, uh, it's like the fifth iteration of this team. This team's been going on for decades of a team called Geek that's made up of the world's preeminent uh, geeks and nerds in their respective subjects. So you've got a cinema geek, a uh, fantasy slash RPG geek, a uh, video game anime geek, a comic book geek, a, uh, a tech geek. And they all they use their because they're so obsessed with these subjects and they they spend ninety nine percent of their waking time thinking about these subjects. They're experts in the kind of uh, the, the things they can learn from their particular loves that can help them in the superhero business. You know what I mean? So whether it be um, the anime geek is like an awesome ninja because all he does is is watch uh, you know cartoons all day long and 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 play video games and stuff like that. So basically, I'm really sick right now. Sorry about that. Um, so yeah, the idea was what if there was a, a cold, a t- I have a bit of a cold, <laughs> I've got a bit of the sniffles. Um, what if a team made up of, of super geeks, uh, fought a evil organization made up of, of the, the diametric opposite thing of that. And that's like fashion models and business tycoons cool, and agents, dude. cool people, like real, real cool guys. You walk into a club or a bar and you're like, Oh, that's a cool guy. A little more motivated. I should a little leave more now. Like, like- motivated by money and power more so than like creativity and, and, and fun sex. And, yeah you know, exactly like, yeah they're into the actual fun things in life the right. bad guys whereas the geeks just want to buy fucking little statues which is sadly what side of the coin i flip onto but oh, so be it yeah um so yeah i came up with the idea of geek and uh i'd never written a comic before so i went and wrote a first issue and at that point i think i showed it to sean over here who i'd known uh, Sean 15 King. Fifteen minutes. 
<laughs> no, I'd known you, I'd known you for like, like six months, months or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Sean, one day uh, we it, told this story. It was so a Sunday times. morning at the Smod Castle. Yeah, we were showing cartoons. Sean showed up. He wanted yeah. to do drugs. I knew a place he could do drugs, which was the bathroom. Hey now, uh, it wasn't the bathroom. Uh, we we smoked some pot, and Sean let me know that he was a letterer and uh, he'd worked in comics before. He was Matt's car behind and, the Smod Castle. Yeah, yeah. He's like, get in the back seat. I'm like, well, where are you going to be? He's like. In, in the, the driver's seat. seat. No, oh, no, no. Oh, okay. Seat. In the driver's seat. No, I was going to drive you around. I was going to chauffeur you around town well, while you smoke pot. That yeah. would have been nice. Smodcastle was full service, dude. It was full service. Um, Rip Smodcastle. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Sean let me know that he'd been working in the comic book industry for a while, and that excited me. And uh, we started chatting, and um, I wrote a first issue of Geek, which was so, so, so very different than the issue, than anything that it wound up being. Uh, I stole a couple lines, I think. The the major changes was like there was the main character was a Matt, was a female. Well, you wrote like um, it was you, like you did like you wrote like the you wrote like I read it and then I was like oh this is great all of the stuff that then like kind of happens after all of this like get to that stuff. And the like, last two pages were great. Yeah, I was like get to the last two pages and make them the first two pages and then tell the story. And he's like. Hmm. I uh well because it's my first comic book and I'm sure Sean can attest to it. I I wrote it a bit cinematic, meaning like yeah, it felt like a screenplay. Well, like oh, comic. well there's also I also learned that I have a fetish, like a real hardcore fetish. Oh, yeah. Like I want to fuck uh, hands opening doors, doors closing. It was a lot of it's 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 less hands opening doors and it's more you have a thing with like closure within a scene like people open a door and then they leave and they like close like in my the mind door. if someone's in a room and they want to leave that room you've got to show them open and close the, you got to show them they, get out of the room you have to show them open walk through and close the door behind yes. them in it was every a, single it was a three panel thing yeah. they would open the door walk through and then close the door yes. uh pretty much on like every other, on every page. other page yeah, yeah. so that went away <laughs> um there was a main character who's a female uh member of geek and I, I uh, just because we pointed it out, someone's gonna be like, "Um, on page I have 12. no idea what's happening when people are entering and exiting rooms." You I never do. see a door. Close. I'm not gonna lie. I re- like, and I know I'm silly, but I was reading back the comic, and I was like, "See, you can't tell how he gets out there." I was like, "Yeah, it's implied because he was there a second ago, and I now mean, he's if you here." Make but, the audience do all the homework. Um, like, yeah, exactly. Uh, no, so um, the the first draft there was a female character, which I am not good at. Let's just, you know what I mean? I said, I said on Twitter the other day, I'm like four or five failed relationships away from being able to successfully write female dialogue because either sound like, like a caricature of a, of a woman or me with woman hair. Like Bugs boobs. Bunny when he would dress up yes, as a woman and literally. just basically be and Bugs, just be Bugs Bunny. Bunny. That's yeah. what it was pretty much like. But he'd be like, oh, hello. So that, yeah. You know. They were crazy those early. Dude, there is a, um, there's a Foghorn Leghorn where he's talking to Chicken Hawk. This is the the I said there's something Yahoo about yeah. baseball. That's the Artie Lang. He goes, I said bit. there's something Yahoo about a boy that don't play baseball. Yeah, he basically calls a kid. A he calls weird. him. He calls he's, him. A, he calls, calls him a little pansy. Someone of, of another persuasion. Yeah, it was yeah, messed yeah. up. Yeah, Artie uh, Artie Lang from Stern does that bit. Oh right, that's stage, right. Yeah, yeah. And he, I mean, you know, he's like. He's calling the kid a faggot. <laughs> we don't use that he word on this that. podcast, Sean. I, Artie Lang said that. Out, whatever, man. Get out. I'm just um, edit that out of this podcast, editor. Uh, no, we're, it's just for jokes. It's for comedy. It's for comedy jokes. Um, so no, so I did a first pass, then I did a second draft, and uh, basically kind of went whole hog. And what started as a 22 page book wound up being a 130 page book. 
uh, somehow. I was like, write more. He's like, here's everything. Yeah. But, but, but 130 pages, you're like, it must be packed to the brim with action. There's a lot of like people sitting in vans. Packed to the brim with hilarity, though. People sitting in vans, people yeah. smoking pot in vans. There's a lot of A couple like really around. giant superhero fights. There's uh, some pot smoking behind a building. Yeah, wait, should we? There's pot smoking behind a building. There's pot smoking in a parking garage. There's there pot is smoking. drug intake in an apartment. There's also pot smoking in that apartment. I won't. Oh, yeah. There's pot smoking yeah. in a van. There's pot smoking. Uh, yeah. You pretty much have to go back. There's a lot of pot smoking. And add some more. Add some more. Because you know what, Pete? That's what people want in comics, man. That's what people want in everything. That's why Superman does so well. <laughs> Every other page. You can't see it because it's implied. Joking. The Fortress of Solitude is, he just bakes that thing out. It's implied out. the way we are implying people will be leaving and next It's a hot rooms. box, but a cold. Fortress of Solitude. Yeah, it's a hot box. It would be awesome. In a get, cold fortress. Dude, it would be awesome to smoke that place out. That's what I'm saying. It would be all the, cold, the, but cave. the smoke would hang in the air. Oh. That cave would get gross. It'd Wouldn't get, it be like, great moist. if the comic just started off and it was a picture of the Justice League Watchtower, but it was just shrouded in fucking smoke? And it was Martian Manhunter just like staring like goofy out the window. And you know that big table that they all meet yeah. around? It's just covered in snacks. Like just treats from all over the galaxy because you, Green you Lantern could. could fly over to Sector <coughs> He wouldn't even need to. He just, oh, you can't eat his... You can't eat, you can't his, eat ew, the green stuff. No. And even if you could, would you? If he's like, eat this, it came out of my ring. Yeah, then, no, but it would, be, it would never go away, theoretically. No, that's just like light, but it creates matter... You're right. Yeah, uh, you would. You couldn't eat it. It would just mm. dissipate. I mean, I guess right in, folks. Can you eat the stuff that comes out of the Green Lantern's ring? Yeah, and not like a car or a tank. No, but like if he made like a, a hamburger. Turkey. Yeah, if, if he, he made, made a turkey made burger, a turkey better. burger. If he made a turkey burger and it was on a green plate in front of you, he could hit you with the plate because we've seen him do that. Sure, you with a glove. So could you pick up the burger and go? Oh, mm. can you? But. None of the light ever dissipates from the original lantern burst, right? Like you can't like grab a piece of. That. No, if he tries to hit you with like a <coughs> boxing glove, you can't like grab it and run away with a boxing glove. He'll just make it disappear. But he can hit you with it, which means at some point it's solid. Which means theoretically, you could you eat, eat it. it. All right, you know what? Fuck geek. This is the comic I really want to read. <laughs> it's just Green Lantern yeah, making shit it. for people to eat and then being like, hmm. He I opens wonder. up a green eggs and ham business. Yeah. Because he's like, what? I'm green. He made green eggs, yes. Yeah. He's like, it's easy. It's all. And they're do. like, these eggs are made of like outer space laser. And he was like, shut up and eat it. <laughs> Kilowog. He's talking to Kilowog. Aquaman's like, I, I can serve fish tacos, right? And he's like, no, fuck. And everyone's man. like, shut up. I'm tired. You know what? I'm tired of the anti-Aquaman shit, man. Pick a new fight. There's you so know, many Jeff worse. Jeff Aquaman is really good. There's so many Let's worse see. superheroes to pick on. Red Tornado. I like Red Tornado. He's the worst. Shut up. Look, I spin. My he, waist. He's a robot. Yeah, even worse. With a dick. <laughs> yeah. Even he's had a ba- he's had he has a baby. I know, it's terrible. Robot Dick Baby. That's the sequel to Geek. Robot Dick Baby. Uh, uh all right, so Geek, Matt. So no, so I wrote I wrote a a, a hundred and thirty page pass or maybe it was a little no, no, longer. No, you wrote like a hundred and like 50. 50 page pass. Yeah, you're right. We got it down about 130 pages. <laughs> through cutting out people opening doors. Mostly For through the most cutting part, out people yeah. opening doors because we didn't cut any sequences. Um, and then we did the Kickstarter. So basically the book was, was fully written. Uh, we did a Kickstarter campaign. I was looking for an artist. Axel hit me up on, I believe, Facebook or Twitter. And with a link to his portfolio, it was he's fucking... He's to look up. Yeah, he's working. It's yeah, awesome. It's awesome. Shut up. Sorry. Don't jinx it. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> 
well, what if he just can't hear us? Like, oh, no, he heard. <laughs> I was like, what if Axel went deaf? Oh, God, Axel. In the last five minutes. Uh, I put up a Kickstarter video with, with uh, me and Sean, and we showed Axel's artwork off, and we were very, very... The response was overwhelmingly awesome. Uh, we got what we were looking for, pretty much to the exact dollar amount, which was really, really cool. Um, and Some and, of you were getting a character named after you? Yeah, some of you, some other people. The thing I learned about the Kickstarter campaigns, which no one really ever talks about, is we actually went over our dollar amount. But there's always, I guess, there's always a percentage of people who don't let the payment go through on their yeah. credit card. Like, they just want to bolster the which, campaign. Can I? It's, it is what it is, dude. Whatever, however people want to help out. Like, it's not great at the end of the day, because you're like... Because oh. you're like, oh, sweet, we did really good. Oh, um, we did what we needed to do. Well, they did fine, okay. That's, which is really good. Yeah. To ask out of the blue for, for $15,000 to make a fucking graphic novel. It's the most I've ever felt like anyone even gave a shit about anything I've ever done. Yeah, so, so I'm very It's nothing happy. you even have anything to do with. So, no, I'm kidding. No, uh, so we were very, very, very happy with that. Um, we basically went into full-on pre-production at that point because Axel, as he'll tell you in a bit, works all the fucking time. I mean, there isn't a minute this day in a day where this dude doesn't have a pen or a pencil in his hand other than when he's got his little thing, but which is a pen, another pen. He just call, he has a he has a pen he calls a little thing. He does call people it. get confused. It is right there. Showing it. But Axel, again, I guess he's going to correct me if I'm wrong, but he's never drawn a comic book before. No, I don't think then No, he has. Image. Image. He drew an image comic. What is your image book? Well, it was called Crash Bastard the Joe Casey. He did a book oh, with a Joe, Joe Casey, Casey called Crash Bastards. Nice. So, yeah. well, but he's never drawn a geek. Well, book he stepped before. up. He stepped up from Joe Casey to Matt saying. Cohen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, Joe Casey. Joe is Casey. He a predator what has he office? ever done? Written comics before? Created Ben Ten. Created yeah. Ben Ten. Wow. Did he? Yeah. I like Ben Ten. Men of Action. Those guys are. Awesome. Oh well. Wow. They're all. Great. Um. So uh, Axel hit me up. Uh, we got the artwork in. We got the Kickstarter going. And basically, what happened was. Um, we went into pre-production stage, I guess is fair. We refined character designs. We got the script down to a final, final, final draft without any changes. That way Axel could sit down and, and he'll talk about it in a little bit, but he thumbnails out the whole script and he basically draws it before he draws it. Uh, we were lucky enough to get an office at uh, Titmouse Animation, which is now the, the headquarters of all thing geek and also Camel Toad. I've been recording Bag to Boarded here. Um, Sean sleeps here, I think, sometimes. I do. He doesn't have many friends. Um, or many beds, or an apartment, or an apartment. Well, that that last one is true. Yeah, the first two, not so much, Sean. You know what? Perk up, little buddy. Thanks. Um, and Axel, the the coolest thing for me is because uh, my work on Geek, other than kind of just overseeing uh, like the tyrant I am, my work on Geek is kind of done right now because it's all it's all on Axel's that was hand. Jay Moore, you sounded like Jay Moore when you said that. That was really? weird. Yeah, it rubbed off on me. Wow. Right? Uh, I um. Axel, uh, it's mostly in Axel's hands right now. So other than, and I mean, Sean is lettering. And no, we're like neutered though. Anthony like, is coloring. Like right now, it's like Axel is at the top of the chain. He's got to get the pages done. He's got to trick. I am Axel's bitch right now because me, all I want in life are. is artwork. Well, we yeah. all are. I mean, it's like I can't letter if there's nothing to letter. Bachman can't color if there's nothing to color. So it's like as so Axel it's, throws shit out. 
I'm doing my job while Bachman's doing his totally. job. We're going to throw it all together. And that being said, you know, Axel, if, 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 if um, you head over to geekcomicbook.com right now, you can see the first 10 pages of Geek. And yes. whatever, if, there's any, if there was any question of what we were doing over here, I think it'll be answered for you pretty spectacularly. Yeah, Axel is fucking incredible. I'll even say that once we get those 10 pages colored, we'll replace these yes, pages. Yes, absolutely. We'll throw up the colored version. Totally. Like, you'll get to see sort and we'll, of And we'll incrementally, happen. I mean, starting in the new year, like I we said. grammatical errors <laughs> and spelling errors into this version. On purpose? So that I could fix it later. I like Once it. we get the colored version. Okay. You can layer it all. You did that on purpose for me? Yeah. Thank you. I really appreciate You're it. You're welcome. Uh, no, no, but once I said as of January 1st, if you head over to the page, there's a YouTube video where we explain kind of the update and you get to see the office, which is pretty cool because it's a pretty fucking badass office. Like Sean mentioned, we have a life-size predator statue. Um, that, that's where your money went, folks. We're not paying Axel anything. We just bought the uh, most expensive Predator Thank statue you for ever. Us a statue. Yeah, we really like it. No, it actually came with the office. Titmouse is the Literally, best. they were like, you want this Predator? And I was like, yeah, I, won't, I don't want the office if I don't get the Predator. Because <laughs> we could move it. Who, why would they offer that? I don't know. I guess some people don't want an eight-foot-tall Predator in their office, but they obviously didn't know us very well. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So while Axel draws, um, I'm kind of just here at the office during the day, you know, working on other screenplays or, or conducting business or recording bagged and boarded. And the coolest thing to me is actually, is literally what's happening right now. Axel's like 10 feet away drawing the fucking comic book I wrote, and it, there's nothing more exhilarating. Page 11. Uh, I mean, page 111. He's working quick. No. Um, there's nothing more exhilarating than getting to see like the stuff I came up with, or anyone for that matter, born into reality, and in such a badass way, too. Like I drew sketches of what I, wa- I thought the characters would look like originally, have um, you posted those yet? Oh, well, we did. They're in the, in the video. Kickstarter video. We should post just those comparative. We should do like they're, this, this. The, the best part is you can see where they came from. No, absolutely. Like but Axel really took see like, where yeah. like an, artist an actual artist and goes like, here's what it looks yes, like. Yes. So, yeah. so it, uh, it's the most exciting thing in the world every day to see more and more pages coming in. And I'm, I'm going to get to have that feeling for a while because this is a really big book. Uh, like we said before, it's about 130 pages. With a forward and all that fun kind of stuff, maybe maybe even a uh, well, with not including a forward, it's, not including it's a forward or an epilogue story. or like a the thank you pages yeah, or no, pinup page. One hundred thirty pages, pages of pure story, story. Yeah, for yeah. your money. Like there's a lot of dialogue on every page. You will not be want for like this is no Brian Michael. Bendis, if you like the word, if you like the word fuck, you're set. Well, but even like I had that moment today where I was I was reading back at the comic and I was like. Oh no, do I write fuck all the time? I get a call, Matt calls me panicked. I need you to talk me down. Uh, why? What's wrong? He's like, I say fuck a lot. Have they ever said fuck in a comic before? I'm like, dude, Matt, breathe. Of course they have. Think about all the comics you read. And he's like, oh yeah, oh. oh, oh yeah. I was like, oh okay, yeah, you're right. Good. Every single comic, yeah. <laughs> Every uh, single yeah. comic I like. Yeah. Say, yeah. I'm like, dude, why the last man? Preacher, uh, all of Kevin Smith's Walking comics. Dead, yeah. Walking Dead. You were like, have you read a Jane Silent Bob comic? <laughs> <Ever>? <laughs> So we're good on that front. Um, no, so it's just been really, really exciting. Axel is penciling and inking 130 pages, which is a pretty phenomenal kind of feat once it'll be pulled off, I think. And that's why uh, Axel is as much a part of Geek as, as I am, and certainly Sean is, who isn't really that much a part of Geek. Well, if you figure uh, that it takes an average a month to do a 22-page book, you know, this is a job that, you know, 
It's like a six or seven month job. A six or seven month job, and like Axel is like jumping in, and he's like, "I'm going to make this happen," and like he, you know, he knows he can do it. He's we've got, we've got, de- we've got our own deadlines. We don't want to talk about deadlines. them because, again, it got to a point where it was like, "Look, let's say the book comes out three months later than we promised. Let's say the book comes out five months later than we initially thought it would, based on very naive expectations, and uh, and people not getting sick and people not going away and, and all that kind of fun stuff." If I get one shot at this, I want to make the, like, it also, we had the same discussion with the page count and we got to a point where we were at like 110 pages and I was like, dude, or excuse me, we wanted to get it down to 110 pages from a buck 50. What happened is, yeah, it came to a point where it was like, okay, if you want it to be under a number, you need to go pick out sequences that you want to drop. And he was like, well, why would I, if I only get to make one comic, why would I be like, oh, what? it would have been It's that, yeah. So so if if this is the only time I ever get to make a comic book in my life, I'd rather not skimp on pages and, and, you know, and if it takes a little bit longer to come out or even even a lot a bit longer, which hopefully it won't and we don't think it will, um, and that's, we could talk to Axel about that. I'll give you guys his Twitter address. Start fucking, start a hashtag. Try to get it trending. No, Axel, you know where's our art? No, you know what? Don't tweet him. Don't write him. Yeah, don't, don't distract call him. him. Don't, don't distract, distract him. him. If you see him out somewhere and he's not drawing geek, walk up to him nicely and say, hey, come on, man. Get back to work. Yeah, that's all you got to do. Don't, don't, you don't got to be mean. Promoting violence, meanness. No, I'm just saying, just, you just hey, walk up. Hey, Axel, hey, dude, man. go, uh, hey. why don't you go draw hey. some, uh, geek? Hey, man. Draw something. Go, go draw something. Draw something. In draw, fact, go draw get close something. to him and go, Axel, draw. Yeah, yeah. No, just get up like and caress draw. caress his face while you do Blow it. Blow on his like, head. Axel. He loves that. How about some geek? Let's bring him over and talk how to about him. How about some geek? Uh, and one second. Come on, let's I just want to wrap up real quick on so on, on where we're at. Look at him. He's, he's excited to talk. Uh, so... <laughs> So if you ha- if you were a donor to the book, a thank you, uh, thank you from the bottom of yes, our hearts. You're, you're you. the best kind of people on the planet. And by that I mean people who gave me money. I will personally make out with every single person. That yeah. Oh, absolutely, guy or girl. Oh, I'm Sean will right make now, out with everyone. I will make out. No, if if you see us at Comic Con, which we will be at presumably, yeah. and you donated, I will make out with you. Okay, boom. You guys hear that? Boom. On Axel the, too. He's that. saying. Oh no. oh, no, no, Axel was just saying Oh, Axel hers. means he's a witness. He's a witness. Oh, no, Axel will take pictures. Okay. Fine. So he can jerk off to them later. Later. That's how Axel rolls. Yeah. That's, what, he, I would, that's why it takes him so long I to draw would, comics. So he's too thankful. busy jerking off to pictures of Sean making out. But I am. People. I'm thankful that people would just donate their money to, like... Uh, I mean, look, there's no precedent that, like, the three of us in a combination are going to make an amazing comic. They trust us, and, like, for that alone, they get a really nice kiss. Uh, did, you said make out. Uh, that's what I mean. That's like a, a series of kisses. It's a series uh, of kisses, but they can't grab below the belt, okay, and I won't. That's either. fine. Okay, fine. Unless it's uh, here before, like stated beforehand. Well, yeah, I mean, like grab below the belt on this one. Sure, you sure. Grab below the belt. Sure. Um, My discretion, their discretion. <laughs> so, if you did donate to the book, thank you. And this is kind of trying to catch you up this week with the YouTube video and my phone going off and. Uh, and this podcast and the sample of the first 10 pages. If you don't know what the fuck we're talking about at all. We're sorry and we'll have more fun bagged and boarded episodes coming right up with awesome celebrity yeah. guests. Sean will leave. I'll bring totally. in famous people. Misty's or, coming back. Or marginally. Fa- you, Misty will be back next week. Next week, folks. If you're like, fuck this. Next week, me, Misty, and a real life Muppeteer. 
the man who played Sweetums in the fucking Muppet film, Classic a dude who played a dude who was on Avenue Q, a dude who does all the uh, improv Henson dirty adult stuff. It's Mr. Nathan Danford. It's going to be awesome. That's next week. We got some big guests coming up in the near future. I just got a. Uh, we're going to hold him to it now. My buddy Mikey Way, who just did uh, Smodcast, said he he wants to come in and do one. Boom, you got to by Chemical yeah. Romance. You got Muppets. Yeah, I, you got I'm missing town. All the M. Sean's out of here. You don't, even, you don't even run I'm the risk of hearing Sean again. Never again. So well, just get through this. Well, eventually. <clears throat> if you do another Lucid book, Schnepp I'll have you back. also wants to... Schnepp and I want to come back and do another one. That was great. Yeah, no, as you fun. guys heard last week, John yeah. Schnepp. I mean, so there's a lot happening back to border-wise. Um... I'm doing a lot more stuff in LA. Uh, I've been performing a bunch of my friend shows over at Nerd Melt, and like I'm gonna start doing sketches and stuff. And and uh, like I said, I'm working on scripts, trying to do a little bit of voice acting. So if you're not into geek and have no idea what we're talking about, there's there's a lot of stuff that will be happening on Bagna Boarded in the whole and the whole Camel Toad uh, universe soon. While meanwhile, though, we're also making a graphic novel, which is really really cool, yeah. and we'd like to now introduce you to the man who's. Pretty much at this point, single-handedly responsible for this graphic novel. Yes, and Mr. we only talked to him for a short time. <laughs> Mr. Axel Ortiz. All right, Axel, welcome, welcome. Oh, thank you. oh hey, you got to pull Thanks, that. Man. You got to pull. You got to get a little. Get these a little artists closer. don't know nothing about technology. Oh, <laughs> get that right into your craw, right up near. You got it. There. What's going on, man? Uh, everything's great. Man. So, so we talked about our parts of the genesis of geek. How did you? How did you know who I was? Like, how did you email me that first day when I was like, hey, Twitter, I need an artist for my comic book? Uh, um, um, uh, basically, it was, uh, I pretty much listened to, to uh, the, like, uh, the bag and boarded. Uh, so you were a podcast. You were a fan yeah, of the I, network. So yeah, yeah. You know, doing the smartcast stuff. So listening to smartcast. Oh, through the network. So that's why I got heard about bag and boarded. It's like, oh, listen to that. So while. And you were like, that. this guy's hilarious. Yeah. All right. Thank you. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You're like this guy's marginally funny. Yeah. I guess <laughs> it's something to listen to yeah. while yeah, I draw. While I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. 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 It, it, no. Uh, it, it, I really enjoy your podcast. That's why. It's all come full circle. Did man. you hear Look, my True Blood episode? The True Blood. <laughs> Shut up, Sean. <laughs> uh, what? So, uh, so you tell us a little bit about your background, dude. Tell us how you got into art. What you've been doing in in the business. You know what I mean? You're from out here. You're from L.A. Yeah, born or, raised, and raised. And, um... Here in L.A. And w- did you always know you wanted to be an artist, even as, like, a little kid? Yeah, I was very creative. You know, um... My... I have an uncle in Mexico who's an architect, so there is some drawing in the family. <laughs> You're like, yeah, my uncle's an architect, <laughs> so I make comic books. private homes and, uh, hotels. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, no, he... And uh, I remember one time, I was like, a small kid, it's like... He, Many years ago, where he drove me around, showing me uh, houses of all the buildings rich he designed. Mexicans houses that he worked on. There were rich Mexicans. Rich Mexicans. Get out of here! And it, no, no, <laughs> the no, richest no, man in the world no is, is Mexican. The richest man in the world is Mexican. That's I was racist. joking. Yes, yes. I was joking. You said the f word. Um, <laughs> Carlos Slim. Yes. Carlos Slim. We should get him for the podcast. We should. Hook that oh, up. Oh, my dude. dad knows I'm just kidding. Hook that up. Uh, so, so your uncle was an architect. You always, as a little kid, were drawing yeah. and doing creative stuff like that. After high school, did you go to, you went to art school? Yes, or? I went over to the art center in Pasadena. I was, oh, the art center school of design in Pasadena. Got a uh, scholarship, grant, money, Pass all arts. that stuff. What? Pass arts. Pass arts, yeah. Pass arts. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's where Knott's Berry Farm hires all their Imagineers from. Yeah, from Pass Arts, Pasadena yeah. School of the Arts. Um, <laughs> the, your mascot was a, a dog. It's, it's a it's a circle. It's a it's a, just an orange dot. The mascot is an there orange no, dot. There is no their mascot. mascot. Their mascot is geometry. <laughs> geometry. <laughs> there is, no, there is no mascot. The, the, the fighting dot. <laughs> School of designs. Fighting dots. Um, oh, it, it, yeah, it, you think the School of Design had a it, football it's, team? It, uh, yeah, good point. It's, it's true. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did you have a football team? No, there is not. So you got a scholarship based on your portfolio Correct. you had from high school? No, from uh, high school and uh, junior high. I did two years of uh, El Camino in Torrance. So from there, I built my portfolio. And you got was, a scholarship. Got into, a scholarship. And I was looking arts. at maybe going to uh, it was between UCLA or arts uh, art center because my dad went to UCLA. Right on. Oh, fuck it, let's go to UCLA. <laughs> and then, and then <laughs> what did you... You were never a fine art guy, right? No, but I did take fine art How classes. would you describe your style? Because it's so, it's so unique. And like the thing is, Axel's done, Axel does everything from paintings to custom sneakers to masks you've designed mm-hmm. and, and comic books and all that kind of stuff. But you can definitely see a through line through all the work. You've definitely got a certain style to all your stuff. How did that develop? It's ever since, oh, well, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm primarily like an illustrator, but I'm a line, line artist, meaning I love to work with line. That's, that's number one. And it's perfect for comic books, doing storyboards. Or, uh, it just works for me. I just love playing with line, line weight with brush, with pens, pencils, different type of mediums as well, uh, pastels. But like crayons. specifically, I mean, a long list of I guy mean, loves lines. Because I love lines. That's always the thing that you hear from most artists. And every time I've had an artist on the show, I've asked them because I mean, like I fuck around sometimes with stuff. And the, mm-hmm. but the problem is, I don't have a voice in my art. Mm-hmm. It's not horrible, but it, there's nothing unique about it or expressive enough. Whereas you look at anything by you, and you're like, that's an Axel Ortiz piece of art. Mm-hmm. You, when did that become your? Has your art always looked like this? Uh, or is this a style that you've come on later through college it, and it's through work? Evolving. It actually evolves. I mean, compared to what it was in high school, of course. I mean, all that stuff was horrendous. I could bring in that. I, could, I would I love still, to. Yeah, I still yeah. have that stuff. It's just horrendous. I, I thought about like I did actually. You know what? Not too long on IG last month. I actually took a picture of one of my old sketch back in. I did it like in '93. It was just fucking horrendous. I took a picture and it got a lot of fucking hits, favorites. Like, so, hey man, maybe you were better before. <laughs> no, no, it was it was it was, it was, it was You terrible. peaked in '93. I peaked '93 and it went downhill from there. Yeah, man, we got, we got you at the bottom. We got you when you were lying at the bottom of the hill. Son of a bitch. No. So, what was the first thing you ever got paid for? Yeah, that's a good question. Because you've done you've done like design you've done design stuff for like companies and logo. You've done corporate art and you've done yeah, I've done corporate art. I've actually did got hired by Neutrogena. I forgot the name Neutrogena. Yeah, of course. They did the whole phone. Well, my dad worked with IBM at the time, so they hired a contract with Neutrogena. And was that the first like? No, no, that was like a corporate thing. First corporate thing. What was the first thing you ever got paid for? First, very first thing. Drawing something. Oh, high school. Really? Like what? For, for like for doing uh, these like the um, the stuff for the dances for creating oh, art the for the dances. They would Hawkins pay dance. the school would pay you to create yeah, the art. Yeah, like they would have a budget. Like I did. You had a Sadie's the, Hawkins dance, and you're yes, and for the Sadie Hawkins dance, they asked. What me was the logo? It, it it was just a drawing of couples, you know, uh, together. But were the girls like dominant? Yeah, because that's the girls ask the boys. Correct. I had a girls asking me out, but then I had a free ticket. 
That was one of, for that so, one. It was a free. So you turn, you so, turn so down. Whoever, whoever asked me, I was like, "Hey, you don't have to pay. I got a fucking <laughs> ticket." And <laughs> oh, so is that did a shitload of people ask you out so for that they didn't reason? Know that. So there's a few girls asked me out, but I was like, yeah, "I'll go with this one." You know. And Little then, did they know you didn't even. Yeah. They, they didn't know that I had a free ticket. Have you looked her up? She's not doing well now, right? That's the. Best. She's doing okay. She was my girlfriend for a little while. <laughs> 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 she was at that time a girlfriend. She's for doing okay. She's doing okay. She, oh, she's Axel. Doing okay. Yeah. I mean. Fine. I mean, now I mean, she got married, has kids, and all that stuff. Uh, oh, I think yeah. you should ask her out. You should have another Sadie Hawkins to ask and be like, "Hey, hey, hey, hey I, so I might or might not have a free ticket." Um, so you got paid in all the way back to high school dances. When what was the first time you did a job where you were like, "I am a I am a professional artist. This is how I make my living. Like this is this will work out for me." Oh, well. I, it was a paint gig, but um, was doing the Pog stuff back in the early nineties. You, you designed, designed Pogs? Pogs. I designed Pogs. <laughs> what? That's amazing. <laughs> Fuck yeah! For what company? Yeah, what Pogs? Fuck, I forgot the name of Z Caps or something like that. I think like you designed what was on your Pogs? Just a bunch you still of have some? heads and stuff. And I was working with other like artists, and some of these artists were like Marvel artists on Pogs. On Pogs. So you were just designing heads to go on Pogs. On Pogs. Do you have them? I have. My mom has them. I, I don't keep that. Bring That's your so fucking. Bring your <laughs> You can leave your mom at home. Just bring the pods. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll look for them. Axel's mom's pod club. Um, so, what, so what else have you done, dude? Like, Go I through did. all the different mediums you've worked in professionally because uh, it's pretty astounding. Pogs. Pogs. Pog, well, that's early. <laughs> and from there, I was at, at that time, I was working at Sears as the, in the, the kids department selling uh, children's clothing. As well, Wait, I as thought you meant you were like designing for Sears. You mean you no, had no, a no. you had actually, a day no, job? You, know you had a day job in the children's department of Sears. The, the sad thing is, I actually did design stuff for Sears as well for just for that location. It was in Torrance, Delamo, Sears. So you so sold children there and then like designing little posters. and They'll like, give me that. Give me that's some awesome. ideas. You're like the and dude at the. De- you're like too. the dude at the deli who does like the Spider Man well, on the window. You know that stuff. happens though. My friend, my buddy Dave is a is an artist in New York, mm-hmm. and like I mean he's like doing crazy paintings now working for nike and like we used to work at barney's coffee and tea together and he would his the favorite chalkboard. job was the chalkboard yeah. and it was like an awesome like always this wa- was the 90s so it was like spawn or you'll, you'll walk into a starbucks and be like all right one of these people doesn't belong here yeah because someone drew someone that. get this guy yeah, out yeah. of here yeah yeah that's, that's <coughs> interesting so you went from the boys department of sears selling and i also sold the toy so i sold uh also video games so i sold super nintendo at sears, at sears Vegas, yeah at okay. sears. well um and when and one so that when was the last time you've had a day job like that? Was that your last that was in the nineties? So that was so you've been working professionally as an artist for almost right right while like I was, a, right uh, right before Art Center I was working professionally. I would do some pro stuff. People freelancing, I should say. So like name some of the stuff you've worked on before. I worked. At you Dan. said you did before it. before predating uh, Art Center. Right before Art Center, or just I, pre- I worked predating with Dan, Geek, Dan, right, Danzig. <laughs> You worked with Danzig? Yeah. Doing what? Uh, he, he just did some pinup stuff for his Verotic. I think it was Verotic line. Verotic, that was the name of this company. Wow. Okay. And then my buddy Eric Canetti was doing uh, stuff for him. So oh, that's, that's cool. So you worked with okay, Danzig. So Danzig, Pogs, what else? Yeah. That's another thing. Oh, fuck. Um, from there, I can't remember, dude. I just, it was just a lot of... No, you Axel does remember. a lot of drugs. He can't yeah, remember yeah, the last 20 years of his life. Fascinating. Once from there, I moved to Art Center. From there, I worked with the Kyoto Brothers. Okay. And they gave me a, a shot to work doing practical effects, I mean, designing characters for 
something. And there. Kyoto Brothers, this is how the Killer Clowns ties Killer in, Cl- right? The because Clowns. they designed the Killer Clowns poster, they, they, so that's a tie-in for your audience. I'm sure they know. Yeah, Killer yeah, Clowns. totally. They're, Killer, they're awesome. Well, they didn't design the original Killer Clowns they actually poster. They own that. That's theirs. They, they did that show. They oh, did really? That movie that's their movie. Oh, the that's Kyoto Brothers. That's what I'm saying. He oh, I didn't know that. The Kyoto Brothers, who were like the oh, they did Killer Clowns. Oh, I didn't know the Kyoto Brothers were Killer Clowns. And he was like working with them during that. And Stephen worked with you know Tim Burton on his shorts. Wow. So okay, Pogs. Danzig, Killer Clowns from Outer space. space. Holy shit, you've got some geek cred. Like, this actually works. Keep it going. Who else have you worked for? You said you I did mean, an actually, image. Even at Arsene, I met a lot of different people. I met, like, Danny Elfman was dating a girl. Uh, Danny Arsene. Elfman was dating? Did you Dan- fuck a girl that Danny Elfman was dating? No. Nah. Oh. Did you fuck Danny Elfman? No, but I just Boo. said hi to him. He was such a really Did you cool at least dude. finger Danny Elfman? No, I did not finger Sean. No. What? Family show. Yeah, we had, like, we had quite a few people. I don't want to say celebrities, but yeah, there were some famous folks. Like even like the what's the name? Uh, Coppola, uh, Sofia Coppola. Coppola. They were hanging out, do drawings. At, oh, that's awesome! Because it was open. You used to hang out and do drawings. No, I did not hang Coppola? out with her, but she would come oh. and visit. So wait, so let's go. Visit Pogs, Danzig, Sears, uh, Killer Clowns. What else have you worked? You said you did an image book with Joe Casey. Yes. That, was it a one shot? It was I one mean, shot only. Can I still buy that book? What is it called? No, you can't buy it. It's oh. I could bring you a copy. I think I might have I a copy. I want to read it. I'm <coughs> yeah, a big that Joe Casey cool. fan, yeah. actually, and I would love to read a Joe Casey Axel Ortiz yeah, book. Yeah, I'll bring it. I'll bring it. I'll bring, bring it in. Definitely. Great. That's awesome. That's so, for me and not for the folks at home. Wh- and wh- like, what have you been doing? What have you been doing in the last couple of years? The last couple of years, uh, I've been just working on. Um, do a lot of conceptual designs, uh, taking pitch packets for people like writers and producers for TV shows, for, for TV shows, for animation, what live kind of action. Stuff? Anything you can like. I, it's stuff like it's still NDA a lot of stuff, uh, but I could say is you know for a film, you know, oh, another awesome. for uh, TV. Like I said, TV animation, feature animation. Cool. Um, so you've been working pretty pretty, pretty steadily. steadily, yeah. And, but this also, I, I start working uh, doing theme park design this year. And I love theme parks. I'm an annual pass holder. We get to have Me this too. Whole conversation off the podcast. Yeah, so did we you do get theme park design? Yeah, I that's awesome. What theme park and like. So, so basically, you've had an awesome, awesome career in art. Yeah, yeah, Why did you cool. decide that you wanted to draw my comic book? <laughs> because uh, the thing is, though, yeah, it's cool. Cause like, well, I never, bought, I didn't bring my portfolio here, but it's like you look at the stuff I have, or if you look online. Um, so there's some stuff that you do for clients. You have to do their style, you know, man. Like if I do something for like Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network or, or you know, you, you can't, can't, you can't, you can't do, do what you shit. do. It no, has to be their shit. You so know? you you wanted to take on a project that, that could like, do my, you could that you could like, create the entire visual to the project. Uh, yes, you could create the you created the entire visual the aesthetic of the book. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I wanted, and that's to what do. you did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and now, and now, it was a calculated move on his yeah, part. Yeah, dude. He's like, what, you know what? This kid's gonna let me do whatever I want. He's never made a comic before. I can come in as an artist. He's, this is not a fucking one hundred percent. What happened? Hands. Yeah. And then <laughs> there was a time when I debated on drawing this book myself. Believe me, I'll I take. I remember yeah. the time. Um, I remember <laughs> the time. So, in, in, the best part is, in a few months or whenever the book gets done, talk about a portfolio. You'll have an actual fucking graphic novel you can just hand to people and yeah. be like, "I did this." Yeah, and, and the cool thing about these pages, I did I, all I, of I, this. To be honest, I'm just the thing is that right now it's taking a long time because I'm still trying to get a look for it. You know, I talked to some people about it. You know, and it, the cool thing about it, I posted it through IG or Twitter, some of the images up, even Facebook. Um, is IG uh, Instagram? Instagram is it an abbreviation for Instagram? I've never yeah, heard sorry, of. It's Instagram. Okay, this is what cool kids call yeah, it. Yeah, right um, on IG. 
You knew that? Yeah, IG. Come yeah. on. Man. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry, you guys. Um, you, I mean, you know YT, right? YouTube. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> FP. I knew that one. Facebook. FP? FP. FP. Oh, all right. Yeah. The FP? Uh, no, but we got, we got really great responses. Oh, dude. They were, I mean, the other cool thing is not only responses from, from just people on Twitter and Facebook, but, but like... That donated to the, to the and, Kickstarter. And that as well, but like... Artist, a different artist, and like I've yes. showed a, a couple friends of mine who work in the entertainment industry, and like some really cool kind of people have seen the pages for Geek and been like, "Holy shit, that looks fucking awesome!" Yep. Little do they know what it's gonna say on the pages. Jack but Kirby that's from the grave is like, "Good job." <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> Good job. Da Vinci, Jack da Vinci, Kirby. Yep, yep. Da Vinci sent in an email, I think. Yeah, to say what a good a job. Passenger pigeon. It was a passenger pigeon. But uh, <laughs> so so what's it? Pigeon. What's passenger pigeon? Yeah. What's what is your average? How do you? How are you going about this? Because I don't know how typically artists go about drawing a comic. I know you're doing it a very specific way. You're laying everything out first, and then you're yeah, penciling it's, it's and inking like, in chunks. Because I'm, I'm kind of approaching it like a story. Like I would do storyboards. So that's why I like to get the whole script. So I read through, uh, and I'll I literally take the script and I'll sum out. That's why when you looked at the script, you were like, what? how'd you, how I was you like, read that? There are literally jumbled up doodles on this. I was like, but you <laughs> know what that I is. Know, the comic? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I made a horrible mistake. It's so tiny. <laughs> so, you need to give magnifying glasses with every <laughs> copy. It's a horrible yeah. idea. It's like the Aragone stuff on the bottom of Mad Magazine. So it never gets lettered. People just read the script and look at the little And look at the doodle. Pictures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the alternate version. That, if the Kickstarter didn't go through, that's, that's the version that would have that would have come out. Like, you know Matt, let's go this direction. No, actually, yeah, that would yeah. Austin, like, Axel, we can't afford to pay you for the whole comic, so could you just doodle in the script, maybe every once in a while? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Doesn't you have to be relevant? That's actually really? a funny idea. That would be kind of cool. All right, that'd be kind of saving it. Shh, cut that whole part. No one out. take that. Uh, so, so is a how daunt, as an artist, how daunting is 130 pages? It's a lot of fucking pages. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Didn't even, we didn't even oh, think dude, about it. Oh, dude, that was amazing. Because the thing is, though, politics in that answer. This is the thing. You know, it's like, you're like, once we got the Kickstarter, we got the script. Oh, actually, no, you guys, both of you. You, Sean, too. It's like, what? yeah, we're going we're gonna to edit it down to 90 pages. Oh, I, yeah, we, 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 we tried. And I was like, okay, you know, and I'm like, that's cool, you know, that's yeah. fine. We tried. You know? We made promises. Yeah, you know? and then we made promises we, we couldn't keep. Yeah, but I, I, but I did tell them well, you <laughs> gotta make sure that once you edit, you gotta make sure it t stays true to the story. You don't want it to where it's going. And that was what editing to ninety pages. This thing would have been cannibalized. I mean, here's here's the 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 thing of it is like we really did try. We really did. We cut twenty. We cut twenty we pages. Cut twenty out, pages down. Which I don't. And, and I know you haven't known me that long, but to cut a fucking line of mine yeah. hurts me to the core. Like, so twenty pages, it was like cutting my arm off. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The problem is, is Matt and I we're friends also, mm -hmm. and I'm not hiring Matt to do this. So like we. It's it, at the end of the day, this is Matt's book. It, it, so we're both, you and I both are at like, it's like, look, if he doesn't, I was like, you can get this thing down to 90 pages, but you got to lose. Like, he, we would have to lose shit. We would have to like take out sequences. Yes. Mm -hmm. And and it was like, do you want that? And as we said, we all discussed the yeah. podcast, you know, no, like, well, ultimately, and, if he's and on, put a book on out, Axel's no. point, too, I mean, as, as, as great as the art will ever look, <clears throat> you, you want it to be with a book that's kind of cool to read, too. Exactly. That way people get to know about it. And it's, it's a one shot. There's a one contained story. 100%. People yeah. are going to like, okay, they look at the art. I mean, 
I mean, we're being. I mean, we already know that. Like, okay, now it's gonna be 130 pages. It's gonna take longer to. Yeah, absolutely, and that's and that's but basically where we're at. You know what? We have to get it. I mean, the ideas we talked about before. You yeah. know, it has to get done. Yeah, absolutely, know? and we've got a deadline in mind that we're hoping to hit. You know? Yeah, and I, I have a deadline. I put myself that I want to hit, but also because well, you also have other work to do. The other work, but right now it's yes, totally. But work, that's it. But I'm trying to. One, I, I, I'm still doing stuff with them, but they're kind of like, leave me alone for a bit. And, you know, uh, but there's other stuff coming along. And dude, but. the other thing is, like, this is the hard part. Think, once we have like a printed, once the book like comes off the press for the first time, think of how much fucking fun it'll be. Because then we just get to go around like trying to promote it and giving do it signings and, and giving it yeah, to cool people. people and, and yeah, yeah. I'm going to keep it, copies cool? in my trunk and just hand them yeah, out. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I keep copies. We're going to have a comic books. book, dude. Yeah, definitely comic books. But at the same time, it's bringing these characters to life. And, and that's, and that's, that's, that's why I get hired. You know, that's what people hire me for, really. It's to conceptualize, conceptualize. worlds. I mean, even for my own, when I, you look at my sketchbook, I'm always coming up with characters and story scenarios. Totally. I'm not a writer, but I work with other Space writers. Knights. <laughs> You know, you look at Roy, I mean, inside the Geek Hair Course, I have a poster of Roy the Space Cowboy. You know, that's... I promised Axel that when this book, when he was done with this book, that I will write him 22 pages of, <coughs> of whatever space, he of, wants, yeah. of space robot cowboy. Well, that's the other thing, too. Axel like, is so amazing really? at drawing. Do that? <laughs> like Axel's monsters, so great yeah. at... Monsters, whatever he Axel loves monsters and mechs and aliens, yeah. and I gave him a book where, like, 60% of it is a bunch of dudes sitting in the back of a van <laughs> yeah. smoking pot and talking. Yeah, so he was like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, dude, it's going to have everything you love, and he goes... That's what it was. I was like, it's gonna have this and that. It's gonna be all the stuff you love to draw. And then he goes, and it's gonna be like, like you know, like twenty-two pages, right? (laughs) And it's gonna all be done in twenty-two pages, in and out. That's it. No sequels. Nothing. This to keep it short. Uh, That's awesome. Speaking of stuff, we're looking forward to. there's kind of, and we don't want to give too much story away at all no, no. because we, you know, we do, there was a while and you can read the first 10 pages and you kind of maybe glean what the book's about. But, um, I keep saying that it take a lot of it takes place in the back of a van, which is true. However, there are a lot of really big action set pieces. And the thing I'm most looking forward to is to see how you handle the violence and kind of the gore of the book mm-hmm. because it's such a cartoony aesthetic to it. That I think it's gonna be fun. I I like. I'm so incredibly excited. What's your approach on that? Do you no, think th- th- that was the thing was when we first talked about geek, even before the Kickstarter, we talked about uh, actually this is like almost a year ago. Yeah. Actually, we talked about this about um, the look for for geek. You know, opening these characters. You know, yes, I have a script here, and I actually did some sketches. I mean, you were thinking about you know, do we go realistic or style of realism? Yeah, and I was like, well, I was thinking, you know, they're, they're, you didn't mention it's going to be violence. It's going to be this kind of, that kind of stuff going on. It's like, you know what? Just to play it safe and maybe to have it fun, to be approachable for everybody, let's make it cartoony or make it less. It's less and threatening. because the violence was always cartoony and, and so exaggerated and so over the top in the book. Like, think Kill Bill almost. That, yeah, that we, could, we, could, we needed to really hit in a, a style that didn't offend people when crazy shit started Definitely. happening. And, and the cool thing is that, like, even though the, some of the images, like the Obi, when had the Obi's our main, uh, character. The main character, yeah, putting it up there. I have like a few people, like even the the, the female friends that I, have, you know, the ones that I know, when they look at Obi, you know, because that's the image I yeah. actually that Obi is the face their, of geek for all intents and purposes. Yeah, they really. Oh shot. my god, he's cute. He's cute. Thank you, that's ladies. A hook, so I mean, literally, it's like we could totally, you know, they were like, I could do like shirts or they, they were asking if we do merchandising. You know, I mean, first 
We let's, we're going to draw a fucking comic the first, and then go. we're going to worry about merch. This guy's like, listen, guys. Ax is like, and then we have, there's, a theme, there's a theme park called Geekland. There's a geek, you know how I said I was designing a theme park earlier? Surprise. Surprise. It's a geek, geek theme yeah. park. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. Um, ride the ride. And we've talked yeah. about that before, and, and it's, it's a partnership in terms of creativity, but uh, this, though this is, it's a completely... Um, uh, singular closed story. It's you know what I mean. You if if another geek book never happens, this is a book I want. It's a full story. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, but no, no, that being world building. the ideal, the the idea, the kind of cool thing is, I think I think it kind of opens up an entire universe, which we've talked about before. And in that sense, there's post whenever you get done with the pages, we've got a lot more to talk about. No, no. So no, I mean, I mean, this also lends itself. Also being. You know this this style that being cartoony and it would lend itself to a cartoon. Cartoon, yes, yeah, totally. animation. Yeah. And I don't have to do. We don't have to do traditional twenty two minutes. We could do shorter stories. You could play around with it. Yeah, we could know? do. And, dude, and, and I love that. Well, and the nice thing about we're all gonna make a billion dollars, especially the stuff they do here, like at Titmouse. Mm-hmm. Like you can once these designs. We're in the are, we're in the right place to possibly talk about animation well, if yeah, that's like, a conversation once these to have. Designs are in, and there's puppets. Like you could you could do whatever you wanted, and like you have. Like all the, I mean, we have every character designed and up on the wall. Yeah, we already right have. We already have the show bible, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's getting ahead of ourselves. No, no, no. The, 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 the number much. one is we have to get the book out. That's, that's no, totally. And that's man. and that's why and that's literally the point of why we wanted to just take a, a break from from usual bagged and boarded stuff. And I know this might be. Like I, I, I fall back and forth on if this is a weird move to you pull. You know who hates this podcast? Who? That guy who gave us a thumbs down on YouTube. Oh fuck that guy. He's like. Boo! Where's um, the thumbs down for this podcast? Boo! Uh, so, yeah, we'll not talk about it. That was my dad, dude. I didn't want to get into it. We're having a weird... Uh, no, but I wanted to just catch everyone up because I know I've been talking about Geek for a really long time. And, and I mean, if you are interested in this show, sure, it's a little narcissistic to assume you want to know about my other projects, but because Bagged and Boarded is so much kind of just me and, and really at this point my, my kind of personal life, I thought um, I thought it would be fun to catch everyone up and let everyone know what's going on. And I know a lot of the donors, if not all of them, might listen to the podcast. Yeah, I mean, I think in your defense, I mean, and believe me, I would love to sit here and just shit on you all night. But in your defense, this show is called Bagged and Boarded, and you're talking about the creation of a comic book. So regardless of whether it's yours or not, like, yeah. I don't think you have to justify doing an episode that's like, hey, guess what, guys? We're making a comic book, and here's how it happens behind yeah. like, This is... And speaking of more behind the scenes, uh, we, we like we said, we're gonna. Um, if you watch the video, the update video, uh, we're taking the rest of the month off from updates for for various holidays. Sean's going out of town, um, but come January first, all three of us, maybe not Axel so much because for uh, for 130 pages of obvious reasons. But Sean and I, and and maybe Bachman, um, Anthony, our colorist, we'll talk about it in a minute. We'll definitely be updating geekcomicbook.com on, I hope, a daily basis with just different videos and podcasts and, and artwork and little fun things. And I'm going to start writing some stuff in character as OB. And we're just going to start doing some fun stuff. I want to, uh, some voiceover stuff. Like, we're, it's going to be fun. So there's going to be a lot more geek to come. And also, speaking of geek, starting very soon, hopefully. Uh, not the next episode, but the next one. There is a new segment of Bagged and Boarded. Uh, oh, I think a permanent segment. Honestly, I think it's really fun, and it, <laughs> and it's it's what I. If you've listened to this show for a while, you know there have been kind of like four incarnations of it, or even five at this point. 
Uh, but one of them was was Brave and the Bold, where I would just talk to friends of mine, like Sean, I think, did a Brave and the Bold episode, um, where where we would just talk about geek shit. So at the end of every Bagged and Boarded from now on, part of the Kickstarter campaign was if you donated a certain amount, you got a uh, f- uh, five-minute guest spot on Bagged and Boarded. So at the end of every episode, I don't know if it's going to be one or two, but basically we're going to call it Geeking Out, and I'm just going to chat with a random person. Um, first, we're going to bust off all the donors who we owe it to, and then maybe we'll just move on to random everyday folks. For five minutes, uh, you name the subject, and we just talk about whatever whatever geeky subject. You know, because that's the great thing about our kind of community is that everyone is so into such different and varying things. Like, you can be the biggest geek in the world, and yet you meet a guy who's obsessed with uh, some anime or a certain fantasy author, and you've never heard of him. So I think it's a fun opportunity to kind of just, you know what I mean? Because I talk about the stuff I like a lot on this show. Uh, It would be fun to hear from the community at large about what they want to talk about, and we're going to do that. Um, That's basically it, and we're just going to keep updating you guys on on, on Geek. It's been, I think it's a really fun process, to tell you the truth. I've never done this before. Um, I want to thank you and Axel and Anthony. We should say so. Anthony Bachman, uh, our colorist to the stars, is another uh, Twitter find where he was a dude who listened to Bagged and Boarded and was like, "Hey, I'm a colorist. Uh, here's a sample of my shit." And we all looked at it and we were like, "It's at Anthony Bachman." Okay. B a c h m a n. He's posting up like some geek stuff here and there. He's so been posting some color. Yeah. Look and check because out the colors are coming and that retreat. Oh, retreats. Yeah, retreat. He retreats it. Axel. Retreats. Get out of here. Boner of the episode. Retreats. I'm kidding. You're way too hard on yourself, dude. Oh, yeah. Like we shot that update video yesterday. Oh, I want. So, yeah, and I'm at one point you were like, "I'm working on the geek pages." Fuck. That's a weird <laughs> thing to say. And I was like, "Why? No, You're working okay. on the geek. Pa- You're working on the pages uh, of geek." Yeah, he's on. You can find Bachman. You can find Bachman, and he's got a cool mohawk. What? IG. I'm sure he's on the IG, the FP, the LB, the L word. Um, He's a lesbian. He has a Uh, podcast, too. (laughs) He does have a podcast, right? Yeah. Does he? Yeah, absolutely. You don't know enough about the geek team. And if you head to geekcomicbook.com, I got to put up a bio for Anthony, but there's a section where you can meet the geeks, and it's a little bit more information about us and a sample of the book. And again, I just wanted to get this out of the way before the holiday to just as, as a gift to all the donors who really, really, really uh, made me feel incredibly special and, and kind of appreciated this year. Like the biggest thing that ever happened to me in my life was was all you guys coming out to support it. And uh, and just to let you know that you're in, you're in very capable hands. Uh, I'm not looking at you, Sean. It's Axel. <laughs> like he is the capable hands. We're That's just monkeys. We're just monkeys who occasionally go like make art stuff now. <laughs> Make comic books. Yep. Um, any any parting messages? You want to wish everyone a happy holidays? Oh, Tell people where they can yeah, find happy, you yeah. and your work on the internet. Oh shit! Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> you don't know your you are dude. I, no, no, I when are you going to learn to self promote, no, motherfucker? Jesus. I do it while he looks it up. What is it? Laydecker. Okay, I have a Landecker thirteen blocks. Uh, Blockspot. Spell Landecker, and what the fuck is Landecker? Landecker is a JC Landecker is a famous uh, illustrator. Uh, <laughs> So you're the 13th incarnation. You're no, like the I'm Dalai not the 13th Lama. Incarnation. Did you buy his website? <laughs> no, dude. It's a old school dude. He like uh, uh, Norman Rockwell's uh, idol. What? Norman Rockwell. You know Norman Rockwell. Norman Rockwell. Yeah. yeah he, he, he had a, an idol, and it was Landecker. It was Jason Landecker. Oh wow! So it's your one of your art idols. It's Jason Landecker. Okay. Influence. We got we got to get you like AxelOrtiz.com with a redirect or something. Yeah. Because right? Axel 13 
gallery at uh, I'm there. That's your DeviantArt is Axel13 13 13. on there. And people can find you on Twitter at Pex13. Correct. P-E-C-K-S-13. And on Facebook. And again, geekcomicbook.com. If yes. you want to jump on and blog ever, or whatever the fuck you want to do. If you want to do some short video updates while you're sitting at the desk penciling, mm-hmm. you know, so people can hear from you. But Axel, again, thank you, sir. And and I'm sure we'll talk more about geek in the new year. So yeah. this won't uh, be the last time you hear from And I'm going to do, him. once I get back, I'm going to do like some, I, I might do like some shit for my phone, like video updates or something. Okay. I'm sitting here with him, you know, and like just stuff to throw up. I, I, de- and yeah, definitely. Good um, shit. And Sean, where can people find you, you on the uh You can find webs? me on Twitter at Sean Writes. Um, S-H-A-W-N. S-H-A-W-N Writes, W-R-I-T-E-S. And then also, I would humbly request that you go to Arcana.com. Oh, yeah, get your, get your book. Yeah. yeah, go to Arcana.com and check out either of my books. Uh, one is called Pixies. It's an all-ages book, so you can read it with kids. And the other one is called Space Minnesota, or Space, comma, M-N, and that is not a children's book. Uh, so and those are for sale through case. Arcana right now? Yeah, Arcana.com right now. You can also order them on Amazon. Like It's a little bit of a more difficult search because I'm probably not the only person that wrote something called Pixies, but Sean De Pasquale. Yeah, the Pixies. Find my name on the Pixies. On the, on the, the Pixies. And the something. Pixies yeah. is a band. And so if you want to buy um, <clears throat> Surfer Rosa... Yeah, uh, or get his book. Yeah, either way, just get something Pixies related, you guys. Yeah, yeah, no, but definitely go to Arcana and just like go in there, search and search for Pixies and Space uh, MN. And you've got some other really cool projects coming up. We talked a little bit about it with Schnepp, and you've yeah, got, got some other Schnepp stuff thing, in the works. And I'm doing a book for Arcana that I can't. I don't think I can talk about it yet because um, it's with another company also. But I'm doing another graphic. So you're busy there. as well. I'm busy as well. Yeah, I just sit good. here and watch them work. No, um, Matt's busy. Yeah, I'm I've busy. read a bunch of Matt's scripts and they're awesome. And we Thank gotta you. get a movie made of. Thank a you. A couple of there's one. Scripts. There's one. Uh, the most recent one's really good. <laughs> and it might be it might be another. I don't know what the situation is, but the most recent one might have some movement. And so. also, we should say like Matt and I have definitely sat around. Some Smoking and talking about Geek Two, and like imagining a world in which like we get to like oh we we planned like, out like the next stuff. we, we planned, planned out like the next six books yeah like, we yeah, planned yeah. out a lot of really so cool please shit. buy this please comic buy and book. let me make It'll be more so much fun guys um you'll you'll dig it the most and you can find me uh, here every week at Bagged and Boarded third week in a row of not missing an episode we're back kids yeah you got a lot pro- of Sean the last Matt's two weeks productive now you're back with extra Sean <laughs> next week will be um myself. Misty and Nathan are Muppeteer friend and then uh, like we tease some other ones coming up is a very weird bagged and boarded uh to explain kind of the B&B absence, we're back on Bank and Boarded now fuck geek um to explain why I've been so sporadic in the last year um I don't think it's I probably wouldn't be a shock to most of you to know that like I struggle with depression and always have and um so does former B&B guest and and uh really good friend of mine Max Landis who you might have heard on the Nerdist podcast or in a bunch of other stuff, a uh, writer of Chronicle, and he's got the most sell, the, the most working screenwriter in Hollywood. Uh, and we're gonna actually do a kind of a different episode where we just talk about depression and, and you know the nature of depression and, and how it affects people's lives. And I think, especially around this time of year, uh, people might uh, I don't say I don't know if dig is the right word, but but relate and be able to take something away from it. So there's some weird stuff going on in Bagged Board, and there's some funny stuff. Uh, we got some great guests coming up, and I want to thank you guys for being here. And uh, you're welcome. Not okay. Yeah, I want to thank you. Yeah, I'm pointing Everyone, to Axel. I'm here. Thanks. Yeah, Ham. He's always here. Yeah, believe me. I love it here. But I'm he got it. Listen. 
I'm gunning for Misty's gig. I know. That's why we're taking a break from. I'm glad you're going away for a while. Uh, Misty will fight you. I'll fight Misty. Misty will win. I don't know. Yeah, Misty, dude, she'll beat the shit. Misty will win. Uh, And Misty will be back next week, and you can check out Misty. It's all meow, Misty Dawn, all over the internet. Safe search on. All right, guys, that's gross. Um, And you can find me on Twitter at CamelToad. Uh, check out geekcomicbook.com. Check out the YouTube page, Camel Toad Productions. And uh, you know what we learned today? That Axel has access to pogs. We also learned that Axel like was involved with all sorts of like amazing. This is the second time. Second in week row. in a row of we, cool Forrest Gump. Yeah. And I don't Forrest mean that about intelligence. I mean you've been Forrest Gumping your way through like really cool shit, it like, seems I was like. Involved in this thing. Like all of a sudden I did Pogs yeah. and then I knew Danzig. I, I met Penny Marshall. And then I fingered Sophia Coppola. Yeah, Wait, what? Penny Marshall. Penny Marshall. What about Penny Marshall? She, she, she checked out my work when I was at Universal. Really? Yeah. And at the was, Yeah, of course. This is what I was like. You uh, wait, that's like I just, I just flashed to Homer to <laughs> Grimes going, Wait a minute, Homer, you've been in space and Homer goes, You've never been? Yeah. I was like, yeah, Penny Marshall. Penny Marshall. Penny Marshall. At Universal. You guys never, you, you've never been to Universal. Penny, Penny Marshall didn't work for Universal. Stuff. So the one time I, I, I had like this mock-up thing that I did for an attraction. And I'm there like, oh. It, I was there waiting in the, for the elevator to, to, bring, to bring me up. But do they have do they have teleportation <laughs> yeah, units at uni? Paramount's got old elevators. <laughs> Universal elevator. Universal okay, beams motherfuckers up. Oh my god, I think Is you should go out on beam me up. <laughs> this is back, oh no no ninety eight ninety eight. So, so all it is, she comes up, she's walking with her with her her handlers or whatever. They all looked at me, ignored me, but then she just stopped, looked at me, came up to me. Start looking at my stuff. So I was like, "Oh my god, this is good." And all that. Oh just, wow, I that's cool. what she said. She was like, "Oh, these are really yeah. good." Yeah. And while the rest of her crew just like, "Oh, they stopped," and then they all just they were like, "Oh, now we want to know now who you we are." Know who it is. Wow, that's so funny, Magnetic dude. Magnetic attraction. We're gonna have Axel back on another podcast to remember really mind blowing shit like that. Uh, you know what we so. Axel, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Sean, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, you know what we learned today? Apparently, Universal has fucking beaming elevators. <laughs> so work for Universal. Screw comic books. I'm Matt Cohen. It's been bagged and boarded. It's been real what? Geek! Bagged and boarded. Jesse watch lots of movies, get mad ladies, smoke mad doobies, beg and board it, it's a way in life, tell your friends, tell your moms, tell your hoe, tell your wife, coming at you on a weekly basis, kicking up pod for your sexy faces, who's the two free geeks you want to bone, in the secret podcast bunker all alone, on the internet we be the top crooks, we got issues and we don't need funny books, homie Jimmy Moore and the dinos are chilling, me and JR we got the top villain, sit down, relax, and yo, and take a seat, get ready for the top podcast, you all agree, others spit loud, but I can spit faster, I'm Matt Cohen, I'm the Geek Master. I got everything you could possibly want in it. An hour of us in the Brento minute. I'm a little laid back and he's megalomaniacal. We just talking shit. Who said the show was viable? Walking in the door, smoking that Jimmy Moore. You're listening from Alabama, all the way to Singapore. We're just two weeks and that's the topic of discussion. Had each other's boats on the green on nothing. Quick stop at night, we're storming like a typhoon. It's not right, it's wrong. It's taking lots of bonkers. We're teaching every show, everyone celebrates. Cause we got comics, movies, and a little penetration. I regret every episode as soon as it's recorded. Cause I'm down to earth and matters out in orbit. We're not quite Right, our thoughts are distorted. So now we present to you another bag and boarded. Bagged and boarded, 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 bagged and boarded. Yeah.
This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.